Gator Nation and welcome into the latest edition of Locked On Gators, your team every day. I'm your host, Zach Albaverde, staff writer for the Lake City Reporter. What's up, Florida fans? Welcome into the latest edition of Locked On Gators. On today's show, we're going to preview Saturday's matchup between Florida and Tennessee with Mike Wilson from the Knoxville News Sentinel. We'll get some perspective from him on the Volunteers, the year that they've had so far, and some guys to watch out for on Saturday. Florida and Tennessee will tip off at 2 p.m. on ESPN2. Here is my conversation with Mike this week. We now welcome in Mike Wilson from the Knoxville News Sentinel to preview Saturday's matchup between Florida and Tennessee, the first time these two rivals have met this season. The Gators traveling to Knoxville to see how they'll fare against the Vols. We'll get some perspective from Mike on how that team has done so far this year, some keys to Saturday's game, and maybe we'll also talk a little football at the end. Mike, welcome into Lockdown Gators, my friend. How's it going? Uh, doing well. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, absolutely, man. Florida and Tennessee, man, they're set to meet this Saturday. They haven't played yet this season, and obviously I think anytime you travel to Knoxville, no matter what Tennessee's got going on, that's always a tough place to go play. But Fill our Florida fans in on how the season's gone so far for Tennessee and kind of what they'll see from the balls this weekend. Oh, man, it's been an absolute roller coaster of a season for them and a roller coaster of a season to cover as a journalist, too. Um, you know, they had a really good start. Uh, we're ranked for probably the first month and a half. Um, started tailing off a little in December. Then Lamonte Turner, who is you know, expected to be the you know, the, the leader, the captain, the everything, um, decided to end his career in December uh, to have shoulder surgery. He'd been batting, battling shoulder injuries for about a year and a half. Um, they kind of finally figured out what it was, and so he decided to, to end it at Tennessee and, and get that addressed. Um, and it's been a team that's really struggled since then. Uh, they, they did add Santiago Vescovi at point guard as a, a mid-year enrollee, which is, you know, more of a football thing, but he, he arrived and he started from day one. Uros Plausic is another dude that got eligible as a transfer. Uh, he hasn't really had much of an impact in a positive sense anyway, uh, except for at Mississippi State. It's, it's been a roster that's changed a lot and, and fluctuated a lot, but um, and they've kind of struggled because of that with turnovers and just, you know, lack of cohesion. And they've got some obviously common opponents with Florida outside of the SEC. Both teams have faced FSU this season and suffered losses to the Seminoles. When would you say at this point during the year, Mike, has been some bright spots for Tennessee and kind of when they've been playing at their best? Um, it's been a minute. Um, <laughs> I mean, man, yeah, at the start of the year, they were really good. You know, they went up, they beat Washington and Toronto. Uh, they went toe-to-toe with Florida State in a tournament down in Florida. Um, they beat VCU in that tournament. But, you know, since, since kind of the roster reset in, in early January, um, they had a really good – game against Ole Miss, a really good game against Vanderbilt. Um, it is, but they haven't really been able to string a ton together. Um, I mean, they haven't had a, a winning streak since mid-January. I'm not yeah. a two-game losing streak right now. And funny as it is to say, I think the best game they've played since the New Year was a loss to Kansas. Uh, they, they, they went to Kansas, and I mean, they were right there for 40 minutes. Kansas was obviously one front runners for the national title. And you mentioned some of the personnel changes. Who are some players that Florida fans need to watch out for on Saturday and kind of some the guys that have been leading the way so far for the Vols this year? Yeah, the past two games, it's been Jordan Bowden, which the senior guard is the player that Tennessee 
has been waiting to be like, okay, where's that consistency? And he's just had a brutal shooting year. Um, but he's really come together the past two games, and, and he's leading the charge right now. But it's largely been a combination of John Fulkerson at Ford, uh, who is averaging about 20 points a game for about a five, six-game stretch uh, recently, and Santiago Viscovi, the, the mid-year enrollee, who you know, he was held without a three-pointer and assist for the first time in his career at Arkansas, I would say, but he's been a real impact maker for them in terms of shooting the ball, making plays. Um, but yeah, th- those three are definitely the guys who are doing the most right now. We're speaking with Mike Wilson from the Knoxville News Sentinel. Just want to get your thoughts on Rick Barnes and the job that he's done at Tennessee so far. Obviously, he had that really special season, 2018-2019, when they went to the Sweet 16. Last couple of years, the losses have mounted a little bit more, but what are your thoughts on him just interacting with him as a coach and kind of the program that he's put in place there? Yeah, you know, it, it's an interesting program where, you know, the first two years for him were really average, um, but Tennessee was average anyway. Um, he was trying to reset things, but um, the two years after that, they won 57 total games, won a share of an SEC title, number one for four weeks, after only having been number one for one week in, in the history of the program. Uh, so he's certainly done some good things, uh, but this year's, you know, been a disappointment. Um, I think there, you know, much bigger expectations. Lamonte Turner hanging it up had a big, big play in that. Um, but yeah, I think there's still a lot of excitement around this program. They signed one of the top ten recruiting classes in the country for next year. A pair of five stars coming in, uh, a four star uh, Ford as well, and, and Santiago Vescovi's technically part of that class as well. So, you know, I, I think they're looking at swinging back up next season, but. Yeah, this year has just kind of been a bummer, I think, for Tennessee when, when they've won. Rick Barnes has been able to do the past couple of years, but uh, just such a dip in what this team's done right now. Now, obviously, coming into Saturday's game, the Vols have lost three of their last four, lost in their last matchup against Arkansas. What are your thoughts on kind of where their psyche is at heading into this game and, and how desperately maybe they need to win against the Gators at this point? I mean, legitimately, man, every game for Tennessee is a must-win right now. They're 15-13 with three games left. And, you know, it's, it's Florida, it's at Kentucky, it's versus Auburn. And it's easy to see how those three can be losses, and then you're going to the SEC tournament, needing at least a win to even have a shot at the NIT. So it, it's a must-win. Everything's a must-win for them right now. But um, it's a team that, that's just still, you know, with three regular season games left, struggling to find consistency. And they talked about it after the loss to Arkansas the other night. Um, you know, they, they kind of had turnover issues for four straight games. Uh, they blew a game at South Carolina with those. They almost blew a game against Vanderbilt with those. Blew a 17-point lead at Auburn uh, with turnovers. And then did the same at Arkansas. But they just haven't really had a game where all their guys have played up to where they're supposed to be. And a lot of that is Jordan Bowden having a hard year, but he's played well the last two games. John Fulkerson hasn't played well the last two games. So, they just really haven't had any sense of consistency. And I think that's the psyche is just, can they find consistency uh, in performance going into this final run here? Leading into that, as you look at this game on Saturday and what it's going to take for Tennessee to get the win, what are the things that they're going to have to do? What, what all has to go right on Saturday for, for them to be able to pull this off in your mind? It need to be a team that figures out a way to slow down Keontae Johnson first off. Um, and that's, that's, I think, probably top of the scouting report for Tennessee right now with how well he's playing. I'm really curious to see if, if the Vols go with Eve Ponds uh, on Keontae Johnson because he's a guy who they really like defensively and what he can do. Um, leads the SEC in blocks, so on and so forth. But um, that, that's kind of number one to me is what can Tennessee do there. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, they, they've just got to find a way to put some consistency together and score the ball. But Florida is playing really well and, and Tennessee's not. And that, that's kind of going to be what I'm paying attention to is can Tennessee put something together here? Cause you know, time's running really short if they want to make any push toward any postseason tournament. Uh, before we get your thoughts on football, Mike, what has been your take on the SEC basketball season and just how wild it's been with some of the losses that we've seen and just the parity throughout the league? It's crazy. You'll look some nights at kind of the results. So if I'm covering a Tennessee versus whomever game, get home at the end of the night, look at the results from the other games. It's like, oh, my gosh, you know, Texas A&M has beat Alabama when Alabama's playing really well. South Carolina goes down and loses to Mississippi State, and South Carolina's playing really well. It's just been a wild season of seeing teams, Vanderbilt beating LSU. What? Uh, It's just been a a really crazy season of of seeing everything and the way it's gone and just so many teams um, beating up on each other and cannibalizing each other to the point of who knows how many teams are getting in the tournament, four, maybe five? Um, Yeah, it's been been something else to watch. It seems like that cliche, but like anyone can beat anyone on any, any night right now. Um, and certainly that Vanderbilt LSU game speaks to that. Wrapping up here with Mike Wilson from the Knoxville News Sentinel. Just want to get your thoughts on SEC football and the outlook for the 2020 season with the Tennessee Vols. They finished the year really strong in 2019. Six straight wins, uh, really bounced back from some of those losses early in the year. What is your take on, on where things are at with this Vols football team heading into year three with Jeremy Pruitt? Yeah, you know, Tennessee's headed in the right direction, I think, which is really something to, to speak to Jeremy Pruitt's work here so far. Uh, I mean, that program was not in, in a great state when he took it over. The first year was pretty rough. Start of last year was even more rough to the point of the, the weirdness of, is Philip Fulmer going to take over as coach again? Uh, I mean, that's just the way that things were going. That was crazy yeah. how much talk it was out there. That was one of the weirdest things ever. And Fulmer did get out there and deny it pretty quickly once it gained big-time steam. I mean, what, what, a, what a thought to even have at that point of saying a coach in a month into his second season might be fired and then the AD takes over 20 years after he was ousted. He was like, oh, my gosh, like, what, what is happening? It seems like the kind of comments only happen at Tennessee, to be honest. Um, but, yeah, that, you know, that went wayside. And then Tennessee really started to figure it out. They went and lost in Alabama but then won out uh, and, and were pretty impressive in doing so at a lot of points. Uh, they return a lot. Offensive line could be a strength for the first time in a while. Um, so I'll be interested to see what they can do. But you know, the, the big question for Tennessee football is when is Tennessee football going to figure out a way to, to beat Florida, to beat Georgia? Because you're not going to win divisions until you can start competing and beating those teams. And they, they've been shellacked by those teams the past few years. So I mean, that's, that's kind of the circle for Tennessee is can they, can they go win those games and all to stop losing to the, the teams in the lower half of the East? And that's my final question for you, Mike, is, what do you, how much stock do you think is going to be put into that game in Knoxville between the Gators and Tennessee? Because coming into the season, I mean, I think many people look at Florida as if not the favorite in the East, definitely a, a, certainly a contender to go to Atlanta and might be you know, a tough matchup still for Jeremy Pruitt in year three. I think it is. I mean, but that's also a matchup that's always going to be tough for Tennessee, I think. And, and that's the reality of, you know, I, when I talk to Tennessee fans about you know, they ask, oh, well, what's a realistic, like, benchmark for this program? And, and to me, it's just competing for division titles right now. I mean, Florida's built. Georgia's built. you got to play Alabama every year. So right there, you've got three really tough games. They play at Oklahoma this year in non-conference, too. Um, but that game, I'm 
assuming it's the first SEC game of the year, like usual, right there in September. So um, that's kind of that that big benchmark of can Tennessee compete with Florida? Because yeah, Florida's got a ton coming back and and certainly has a lot of weapons. And Tennessee's resetting at a couple places, but I think they feel good about the momentum they have leaving last season right now. We feel good about the fact that we got to talk to you, Mike. Always uh, great to catch up with you, man, and get your perspective on the Vols. Now, where did this pregame ritual that they do, where they all jump <laughs> in the air at the same time, come from? You know, I I did this story on it last year, and I'm trying to remember. You know, one of the players told me it started when a couple players on the bench used to do it when a player on the court would dunk. And then it just kind of transitioned into – all jumping together. Yeah, they call it one fly, we all fly, and yeah, they do it. They do it every game. Uh, it seemed like it started really early last season, um, and then kind of went viral. Honestly, the Tennessee game at Florida last year was uh, was when it went viral. I mean, I think LeBron James commented on it on Instagram. Uh, Dwayne Wade did the dunk before a Heat game. It just kind of took off. Um, There's certainly a unique thing, and yeah, I mean, it got funny earlier this year. Two other teams would do it when they came to Tennessee, and. Yeah, it's been kind of a cool thing to watch. And you never miss it, man. You you always fire that tweet out every time. Dude, I missed it at Alabama this year because so I'm a Michigan State alum, and we were driving down to Tuscaloosa that day when Mark D'Antonio retired, and I was like, on Twitter sitting on the bench like just scrolling. I'm like, what is going on? Look up, and they're doing the dunk, and I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no, I missed it. So one game all year I've missed. Uh, oh, man, so he, re- he really ruined your day then. Yeah, that was rough. <laughs> Good stuff, man. Well, Mike, we really appreciate the time, man. Uh, enjoyed the game on Saturday, and uh, we'll talk to you soon, bud. Sounds good. SEC country for life. Appreciate Mike for his time and perspective on the Vols, and that'll do it for the latest edition of Locked on Gators. On Monday's show, we will recap Saturday's game between Florida and Tennessee. Make sure you stay tuned to Locked on Gators, your team every day.